a lot of veterans struggle or have a hard time trying to, you know, go from soldier to like, okay, I'm a civilian now. I could actually do whatever I want, but I'm so used to people telling me, this is your mission. And then you execute. So you never have to worry about what I'm doing tomorrow because you've already got the mission. And if you're in a unit, it's a long mission. So, you know, my, if you had to look at it in, in a short snapshot, my, my position was to just liberate the press. And that means anywhere they send me, that was my job. So that means I need to know how to, you know, tactics, techniques, planning, skill up, you know, whatever skills that I needed to do that. Today I get to speak with Chris McPhee. He's a project manager, PMP exam trainer, and a professional photographer known as Camera Guy, social media content producer, and a podcaster. He's a retired U.S. Army veteran and Green Beret turned professional photographer and project manager. After 21 years of military service, he now has the pleasure of teaming up with organizations to help them share their message, story, via the media channels of photography, video, and podcasts. He has over two decades of experience leading teams in challenging work environments, 10 plus years of photography and videography experience, and I have the pleasure of bringing him on this episode and learn from his amazing experiences. Chris McVie and I go only a couple years back, but the initial meet and greet and when I was told about him, I was completely blown away by just looking at his website. And I was like, who is this Green Beret Media team? I thought it was a huge company. But when I met the guy, I was totally blown away with his welcoming nature. And I just can't wait to share this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. Want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Hey, Chris. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We've been talking. We've been talking for a year and a half. It's, it's I know, right? Like, yeah, we both got podcasts. We did. <laughs> we finally, we finally, we finally on the date now. We finally got, <laughs> we finally the, date got right. the date right. <laughs> the date now. I took you out, and you now you take That's me right. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's crazy times, crazy times. So, Chris McVie here. We we met through a mutual friend, Mike Whitlow, who also was on the podcast. And when Mike told me first about Chris McVie, like, dude, you gotta you gotta check them Green Beret Media out. Like, holy smokes, I don't want to compete with another media company. <laughs> like, what's up with that? <laughs> Later on, I met, met met dude, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a one-man show right now. <laughs> Building up the team. I'm like, what? You're just like me? <laughs> <laughs> the name and then the oh. website, like all the work that you put in, I think that really gave it away, like presented a good picture. And Nice. I think I think what really takes to be able to create a scenario like that is to have the foresight. And you'd been working and learning video, learning photography for the past three, four, or five years. And so you learn from the best, right? Peter Hurley, Peter McKinnon, all these badass dudes. 
and you applied what you were learning. So I think that gets you to that next level too. So we, we got definitely, to do definitely. some projects together, I think. Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, we, we did with the rock band. Actually, two, right? Yes. Two, two, two projects. Uh, the rock band with Shriner. Yes. Uh, one time in a live performance and then a wedding they did. And then one at uh, Pearl Street. So, no, it was a, There's no, a I was glad to have you guys. Yeah. yeah. I was glad to have you guys. Absolutely. So. Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started, what inspired you to start a podcast, what inspired you to be a filmmaker, and all the crazy things that you're doing. So I'm going to just jump into DeLorean a little bit and go back in <laughs> yes. time. And, uh, we're going to get into the time machine, rocking and shaking, and uh, go back in time. So, I mean... If we go back to 2017, I met a, a buddy of mine, Rod Rodriguez, who had a podcast, and I had no clue what a podcast was, and I wasn't even introduced or aware of what was going on YouTube, what was going on on Facebook, you know, being, you know, that soldier in a classified space, being a special operator. The tendency is to not blast your name everywhere because, you know, you could go to a foreign country and trying to be low key, but here it is. There's the Facebook page wide open to the public and they can see who you are. So there's no undercover brother action going on there. So um, after being exposed to podcasting and my buddy uh, told me about, you know, what's going on social media and like, hey man, you should listen to Gary Vee. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm listening to John Maxwell and, 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 and you know, uh, uh, Les Brown and, and Eric Thomas and Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, all these OGs of motivation and help, self-help, you know, uh, and he's like, go listen to this Gary Vee guy. And, you know, we were analysts and we're working 12 hour shifts in Kuwait uh, for this company. And I go go in the next night and I'm, I'm watching some of these videos and I'm just like, I like this. This is I'm digging what he's saying. Uh, and I was at a time as a veteran, as you, you know, you probably know, like a lot of veterans struggle or have a hard time trying to, you know, go from soldier to like, okay, I'm a civilian now. I could actually do whatever I want, but I'm so used to people telling me, this is your mission. And then you execute. So you never have to worry about what I'm doing tomorrow because you've already got the mission. And if you're in a unit, it's a long mission. So, you know, my, if you had to look at it in, in a short snapshot, my, my position was to just liberate the press. And that means anywhere they send me, that was my job. So that means I need to know how to, you know, tactics, techniques, planning, skill up, you know, whatever skills that I needed to do that. Uh, but, but shortly after that, I just got to the point, tidy. I figured I'd leave the army and use my brain versus shooting in my physical sense because I was a little broken mm -hmm. and it was exhausting. So I just was like, I want to do something fun and came up with that idea. You know what? I started a, a media company and I call it Green Beret Media. And I don't know how to, I know how to use cameras, but in an Intel military collection sense, I know how to use it in that form, but not in a creative sense like I'm doing yeah. now. And like you mentioned, that's why I turned to YouTube. Peter McKinnon taught me photography. 
got me interested in the filmmaking. I focused on headshots. So I started following Peter Hurley and I needed to learn how to make music videos. One guy, his name is uh, YC Imaging. His podcast channel, I watched him and some guys actually 20, 23 Vision is what their channel is called. And I learned how to edit music videos from those dudes. So with all those YouTubers and my buddy Rod and a little influence from Gary V, man, we got Green Gray Media, man. That's powerful. That's so powerful. It's It all comes down to putting your mind to it, putting all the pieces together, all the pieces of the puzzle together and bringing it down bringing it together i'm so annoyed my <clears throat> my microphone arm <laughs> i see it is like <laughs> how much you pay for that thing much, how much you pay much. for that? is that the is that the, i got the 13 dollar one right here let's see uh, i don't like the microphone in the shot like 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 who, yeah, who yeah. wants this yeah yeah <laughs> 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 it's gonna be like, like how does yeah it's like you get the microphone or like how's that is it you can still hear me can you still hear yeah me? i can still hear I you mean, you can still hear yeah. me you can yeah, still yeah. Hear me. yeah yeah i mean these microphones i mean i don't yeah. even have the gain turned up the gain's all the way down i could probably put the microphone like way back you, you sound like you i can hear you more boomy right now like before you was before i was closer good. right so it's, it's much cleaner yeah not like now you yeah yeah now you now you're really on it now all right nah, so if man. i turn up it's cool man the gain, cool. the gain a little bit you could push it away a little bit. Yeah, I could push it away. But um, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. So you put your mind to it. You'd learn from the YouTubers. And, and it's it's just amazing the, the number of the level of information that's out there. And we look at these guys like, how did they make it? How did they get so far? There's this one guy, MKBHT. I don't know if you follow him or not. But mm. he's been, holy smokes, crazy. Okay, I need to put a pause on this because my boss is calling me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the episode. We just had to take a little break, but now we're back. Chris, thanks so much for hanging out in the green room where we talk about the podcasting and the videography, the YouTubers and, and the the amount of information that's out there. Um, there was a stat where I heard that there's at least 400 hours of video being uploaded every minute on YouTube. Yes. Yes, I've heard that. I'm like, holy smokes. How much servers do they have? I mean, how much hard drive space? I don't right? know, man. Just keep, Think about it. Like, just keep adding on new data pools. I don't know how they do it, man. Jeez. Like, for free, though. And it's for free. For free. Right. And free. <laughs> the Hilliers. But you know what? Think about it. Let's look at that. Yeah. Let's take a look. Look how much money they're making oh, off oh. of the traffic and all the data they're collecting, all the comments and all of what people are searching for. They could afford to give it away free yes. and buy service because when you're buying big servers in a room you and i know as it guys it's it's cheap yeah it's really it's really cheap. cheap i mean it's like it's cheap you can pick you know? up a like terabyte they... ssd for under a hundred dollars like 
Imagine that back in the day. Back in the days. I remember spending five hundred dollars. Thousand dollars. Five hundred dollars for half a gig like half a terabyte. Yeah. Oh, and that, I was like, like yeah. Thousand bucks. Yeah. And now it's like yeah. so sweet. You get a terabyte like nothing, like twenty bucks. You know, you get a five terabyte put in your pocket for yeah. fifty yeah, bucks. Absolutely. You know, like, absolutely. So no, no, go ahead. It's really awesome uh, what we're doing, what we're involved in. And I, I love that what you said, you know, you were in a you were in a different mindset when you're in the military, when you're working for a company, you're in a mindset where, you know, this is all you're doing. You got this mission, you got this job, you got this project. This is all you're doing. Sure, you use social media. I mean, social media has been around for, a, you know, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Use social media for communicating with your family, talking to your buddies, you know, talking about the soccer game, blah, 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 or following sports. But now it's changed, man. Holy smokes. All he needs is a thousand followers, a thousand people liking your page to get you up there, dude. It's, it's so amazing. No, no, you hit it on the head. I mean, I could think back to 1999, 2000, with the love that AOL and (laughs) AOL.com. And like, that was the first you like, you, you type an email, you send it, you go like, get a drink, Mm -hmm. take a shower, wash your car, cut the grass, you come back, boom, then you can do the next part, you know? So people don't realize, I mean, you and I, we've been computer guys for some time. We, we've seen the evolution from four megabytes being the hot thing to now, we got terabytes oh, yeah. of base and memory and all kind of social platforms. And like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It is. It's absolutely crazy. So what keeps you motivated for all the things that you're doing? Like what are the new projects you're working on? What's, what keeps you motivated? Keep going in this direction. You know, since we've been in COVID initially going in, realizing that I won't be able to go out, and shoot photography and video like I wanted to. Um, I'm glad that I started the podcast prior, you know, mid-year last year because I don't know what I'll be doing, you know, because because I was listening to my dude who's like, you know, this is the TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Gary Vee you know? said. This make something is the tv this is where everybody's at if you're not on here so if you're not on here nobody knows you and i, I remember one of his videos he goes you know if you want people to know what you're doing and who you are push it out on the internet <laughs> it's, it's, it's that basic like it's it's not a secret so listening to folks like him and one of my cool dudes uh you know each youtuber has helped me get to where i'm at like casey nonstat is a big another youtuber and from him i learn you know we always joke about it is you know the gear doesn't matter in some instances but when you're new starting out it doesn't because if you can't tell a story then what's this makes you know better having this thousand dollar camera versus your iPhone, 
which is still a thousand dollar camera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we don't look at it that mm-hmm. way. You know, it shoots 4K. You could do slow motion. You could do time lapse. You add a mic and, and some stabilization and, and you could make a movie with that thing. But people don't think about yeah. it that way. Um, but watching, connecting with friends like you and watching what can be possible through the YouTubers and what they're doing. Yeah. And like right now, I'm, I'm, the long goal for me is film. I think that's how I really started Green Beret Media, mm-hmm. wanting to do, you know, documentary films, you know, information-wise. And, and, and I had to learn how to shoot photography. I had to learn framing. I had to learn exposure. I had to learn all these things that I know how to do yeah. now in order to shoot. I know I had to learn how to storytell. I had to learn how to edit. I had to... So now I think I'm at the point now where I can produce a short film that makes sense without having not being a film school grad, right. but being somebody who's been on the grind for like the last three, four years, doing it, messing up the exposure, not hitting, having your microphone on mute when you're trying to do a Facebook live, you know, like messing it up, you know, and figuring yes. out like, you know what, I need to check that next time. And, and it's just the hunt of knowing that um, at one time, all those YouTubers I watched, they had no subscribers. Start at zero. You know, everybody starts at zero. So um, just watching people like you and all my other friends who, you know, we're all in this podcast video space. Um, that's what keeps me motivated, man. Nice. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> and then, you know, when you say everybody starts at zero and you will too start with, at zero, you know, all, all my good audience listeners, you you just want to continue your path. You want to continue doing what you, what you love to do. Like for example, every this is this is a great thing that Tony Robbins always brings up. You know, giving up. Like kids don't give up. Like the kid mentality, the children mentality. Like if they had given up, like they're oh you you're never gonna walk. <laughs> You just keep crawling. Don't don't even try to bother walking. You know, people will be crawling, but no, we children don't give up. Like mm-hmm. like the nagging kids, they <laughs> and they like keep coming. Like, can I use the iPad? Can I use the iPad? Can yeah, I use the I iPad? Know. They'll break you down, like literally, <laughs> right? I'm like, oh my god. Nah. It is a no, no, no. You're correct, bro. You know, you know who says that? Who are the best salespeople? Uh, Grant Cardone says kids are the best at sales because they don't know how to quit. Like you said, like they're they'll be like they'll come back a, a, a later in an hour and be like, hey dad, can I use the iPad? Hey dad, can I get this? Hey dad, they're the, the, they're the best manipulators when it comes oh my to. God. And they know yeah, exactly yeah. the perfect time to come and ask you. You're about to go on the on the Zoom call. Dad, can I get an iPad? Like, here, get the iPad, go. Yes. <laughs> right? Like, yes. They know all no, the tactics. Man. They know all of they this stuff. It. And they, they learn it, it from us, right? So <laughs> the goal <laughs> to, and, and, you know, another thing that you mentioned about Gary Vee, you know, it's like, you got to be on here. Put the stuff out on the internet. And people do put stuff on the internet, but what they forget to do is to do it again the next day. 
do it again the next day. He, in 2018, he put out a PDF that told you how to create 64 pieces of content from one pillar content. And it was mind blowing. And everybody's like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. And, but then what happens? Life comes in the way. It's like you don't have enough time to create that much content. You got to have a team or you got to have a process in place. Then last year he came out with a PDF, how to create 247 pieces of content in one hour every day. I'm like, holy shit. So, uh, what do you think about that? What do you think so, about so that? What do you think? When you, like, when you like, mentioned, right, so it? when you mentioned, put it on the internet, people will know. That went back, like, I re it reminded me of when he put it out, put it out, and he mentioned, this is, how, this is the number of pieces of content that you need to be putting out every day if you want to get noticed. And then he also this talked so much. He bro. also talked about the different platforms. He talked about LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, I don't, I don't think he mentioned TikTok because TikTok was still coming up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's pushing TikTok a lot right now. Tick, like, everybody's on TikTok like, yeah. too. People are yeah, 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 yeah. quitting Facebook and and Instagram and just going to TikTok. Um, but it all comes down to where is your audience? Where are you most comfortable? If you're comfortable on Facebook, just do Facebook live videos all day long, every day, right? Just create content on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Just focus on one thing. You get that rhythm down. You build that strategy up and then you go to the next one. Right, right, right. No, no, no. It's, um, you make a valid point because think about it, you know, I just had a blooper on a live and I'm like sitting here going at it. And I'm like, yo, like I could have done one or two things. I could have just like canceled it and said, ah, oh, man, and been mad at myself and worry about how people are going to perceive me. And it actually played into what I wanted people to see that I'm not perfect. Yes. I'm figuring this out just like you. So if you're watching this, um, obviously I, I turned it, thanks to you because you helped save me. And I was like, dude, oh, for real? And I looked down at my stuff, you know, I'm using the stream deck on my iPad, you know, going using Ecamm going through and I'm looking far away. I could barely see my screen. I could just see my yeah. image. And I, 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 I listened to you and like, hey man, I can't hear you, man. Your, your, your mic's off. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I just laughed and I just was like, I, I had a decision to make. Do I shut it off or do I turn it yeah. on, complete the mission and make fun of it yes. and use it? And that's what I decided to do was I turned it on. I was like, look, guys, <laughs> if you heard, if you was watching and you didn't hear anything, this is what I was saying. And boom, I just dropped what I needed yeah. to drop in the short version. So that's what's going to get edited and distributed out um, the way I need yeah. it. Because the message I was trying to send is like, hey, I wanted to tell a little short story about that was weaved in with my pitch to, hey, if you want to promote your business sponsorship. But I turned the mute button off when I'm making your stuff. Just want to let you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. We'll, we'll make sure you, <laughs> you know, have that, the audio. I make sure the audio, I have Janae with me. I'm going to call Janae. I'm like, Janae, hey, can you hear it? <laughs> All right, cool. 
<laughs> All right, we're good. Sound check. My audio guy says it's good. But uh, no, that's what I wanna. That's what I'm learning a lot about social, is people could sniff out your BS. Yes. So once you get over, you know that that feeling of oh, people are gonna judge me, and then they're like, nah, bro, like, trust me. What we're doing right here, right now, yes. is there's only a small percentage of us are who are doing this. And that's what people don't realize. Like, you think it's a lot of YouTubers. No, it's like maybe a handful that are crushing it. And everybody else is like still trying to climb the mountain, still trying to figure out what settings, you know, trying to get audio right. Yeah. You know, so many people I talk about starting a podcast. And I'm like, bro, pick up your cell phone, put your earbuds in and start talking because it's not the equipment. It's you. It's you. It's gonna people make people want to hear podcast. you. People, people don't buy the yeah, gear; they, they don't buy you. Care what microphone you use? They don't care. You know. Uh, I mean, you get to a point where you do want some quality mm. stuff, but but learn to make what you have sound quality with the tools you have, yes. or if you can invest, invest in in and do it because if you buy the best mic or the best camera. And you don't go take a photo, shoot a video, or speak a word, then you just wasted your money. Dude, that's such a that's such a valid point. It's it's all <laughs> it's all about the exercise. You can get a membership at a gym, but if you don't show up, you're not gaining muscle. <laughs> there was a review on these uh on these uh P ninety X videos on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it. The review was, I watched the entire season and I didn't see any difference. Like, I didn't lose any weight. <laughs> like, you got to do the work. You watched it. I watched it. So, so the child mentality keeps coming back, right? They're not afraid to make mistakes. They're not afraid to back down. And here's my, here's my little daughter. She's, she's coming back in here. She coming with the pitch. pitch. <laughs> um, Give it up, bro. You can have the iPad. Here you, here you go, Danya. Here you go, Musa. No, I want this one. Here you go, iPad for everybody. And then my... Uh... That's too funny, bro. So you That's too funny. funny. Dude. So, that's Musa in there. Did you stage that? Did you did you tell him, hey, in about 20 minutes, I want you to come in and ask for the, the iPad. iPad. <laughs> right. So it's they are resilient, man. So another thing that you mentioned, right? Um, it's not the equipment. It's the exercise. You got to exercise that muscle of getting to the habit of talking and telling that story. Sure, you want to tell a quality story. Well, you can't get to a quality story till you tell some bad stories. You can't be a, you can't release a good book unless you've written bad books, right? Yeah, so yeah, you've got yeah, to make yeah. those mistakes and then learn from those mistakes and up level yourself. I saw you 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 did right today. I was at the grocery store. I was um, checking out, and there's a lady. She's got an iPhone 11 Pro with the three cameras, and wow. it's in her front pocket. And guess what? She's got those uh, pop-up buttons 
and that pop-up button is covering the third camera she never uses the camera feature ever hmm. right and i even took a picture of it I was like, let's take a picture of this it's not the equipment guys anybody can go and buy the equipment build a studio build whatever it is dude i got an iphone 8 that's what i rock them with i got a, i got an iphone 8 no it's uh speaking of phone bring me to i'll tell you the story um of father's day this year i was running you know i'm listening to some podcasts because i'm trying to you know, listen to Gary V podcast, mm -hmm. you know, we're in COVID. And he's like, yo, what's up, man? We're hiring creators. What's up, podcast? Hey, if you want to be a part of Team Gary V, we're looking for creators, you know, editors. You know, if you know how to do cartoon shit, you know, design, you know how he talks. So I'm running and I'm just like, Chris, this little voice goes, Chris, you know, you could probably apply and become an editor. Like, if you really want to and i'm like really and he's like yeah you should do it it's only gonna take 10 minutes so i get i run back to the house to do literally i'm sweating i sit at my computer i go to vayner media forward slash creator i go to the page just like eight jobs and i'm just like all right click uh-oh You back? You back? Are you, yes, I keep going. Keep going. Okay. 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 So there's like, you know, there's like, you know, list of jobs and I'm like, okay, video creator, editor. All right. I click on that. I give him my name. My social literally took me about 10 minutes or so to fill out the application. So I fill it out and I sit there and I'm just like, seriously, you just did that? I was like, yeah, I just did it. And well, you can't move to New York. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm not going to move to New York, but I just want to see what happens, basically. And then as I started thinking about it, I was like, well, we're in COVID. I know they're going to need remote because that's what he said. So I said I could work from home, set up my studio, and then I could just fly into New York when I get a chance. So when they put me, call me in. So about a day or later, I get a, an email from uh, Justin who helps out with with all the hiring and he's been with Gary V for the ages. And he's like, Hey dude, Hey, we selected you. Um, if you, if you want to continue, um, you have to do this cherry challenge. And the challenge is you work for them and a company has come. They, they, they sell cherries and you have to make content for them. So I was like, cool cherries. All right, cool. So the next day was like father's day. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm, and I'm running the next morning. I said, you know what? You know who had popped into my head? Who popped into my head? Casey Neistat. The gear don't matter. Just use the best camera you got. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do all this with my iPhone. And I'm just going to use, I use one design tool, which was Canva, which was free. So I created a, the IG thread that says, uh, it's called, uh, 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 was it Vayner Media VM Cherry Interview? So if you go there, you'll see it. And you go there and I'm, I'm like, okay. So, so I get a bag of cherries, right? So I, 
go to the grocery store, I get a bag of cherries, and I'm like, okay, I got cherries. What am I do? So I spent the whole day. He said you could create one piece of content or you could create a hundred pieces of content. It doesn't matter. So I go in, I get my iPhone. I was like, well, okay, I could do a close-up. What I've learned in photography and all those things. I use a little bit of basic lighting and I wanted to keep it not using gear. So I use like a I use daylight. I tried to position it with, you know, come created with the background. So long story short. I completed the task and I got an interview. So Justin calls me up and he's like, bro, all right, you made it to the interview. Um, we're going to call you on this day. They, they dial in and he's like, hey, man, we had like 1,600 people apply. Only 300 did the challenge and you made the 50, 60 that we're actually interviewing. And uh, he he actually... Because they looked at all my stuff. They said, hey, man, your stuff looks good. You get it. Um, we were curious why you didn't go with, like, your strongest strength, which was video, and you went, or video photography, and you went design. So all the stuff I created from their point of view, they was like, man, we, we like how you stepped out of your comfort zone, and we like that you took that challenge. I mean, we've seen your stuff. Obviously, I mean, you're... 44 years old versus 22, 24, we normally hire. And, you know, they're not used to coming out of their comfort zone. I was like, cool. You know, we had a good conversation. They gave me some pointers on my website. Like, hey, update this, you know, change up your website, you know, make a reel, um, which is the thing I haven't done yet. I did update the website. I do have a, a video work that I have done, but just to make my own reel because because he says that is the thing um, that's going to get you hired. And so right now I'm on the sideline bench waiting to get called up for the next project, man. That That's awesome, dude. I remember you you mm -hmm. sharing that uh, the the GM, the GV Cherry, was that Vayner Media Cherry Challenge? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty cool. And I was, yeah, I, yeah, I was like, I had no clue. Like, what, what am I looking at? Oh, okay, cool photos of Cherry. Exactly, you know. Like, uh, but who's eating cherries now? Making some cherry pie. So, dude, that's awesome. But, you got you got to talk with them, talk with, yeah, you know, the VaynerMedia because they're doing all the right stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get in there. It's, uh, Just got to get in their face. It was, it was, um, like you know, goes back to like you said, what keeps me motivated? Just trying stuff, man. I know, experimenting. Just, just things to get. Just seeing if I could do it. Like if I do it. Like, dude, I might not never get a, they might never call me for a gig, but at least I know I applied yeah. and I, I could, I, I'm, I got one person at VaynerMedia I could call right now. Nice. On my phone. That's powerful. You know what I'm saying? That's like, powerful. You know, three years not knowing who they were or who Gary Vee was to not moving three years later. And now you got, you got I'm, a contact. You got a contact. You know, and now I'm able to. Um, so no, man, it's been dope, man. I just, that's I'm just trying awesome. stuff out, man. That is super awesome. Awesome, man. Well, well, we got to chat with Chris McVee here about his passion, his journey of becoming a videographer, photographer, podcaster. He is your camera guy. If you need a headshot, he is in, where are you at now, man? We move out. Um, we're, we're in Texas. All right. Now. So if you in need Texas. a headshot and you're in Texas, Give my buddy Chris a call and tell him that you heard this on the Hacks and Hobbies Ray podcast. 
I want to call it a radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, man. I got some questions for you, man. Hope you're ready. Go for it. Go awesome. for it. I'm ready, all right, man. Cool. You know me. <laughs> Hot seat. Hot seat. What is the one hobby that that you wish you got into? The one hobby I wish I got into. So I'm going in my childhood memory here. Um, skateboarding, man. Skateboarding, nice. I was a I was a skateboarder when I was growing up, and you know I bought this used skateboard. Uh, I think it was like Christian. I forget who the skater was, but you know, you know, growing up, you know, BMX bike riding and skateboarding was fascinating to me, but you know, I couldn't afford yeah. it, so I found this used skateboard one day. Uh, I, you know, I got it, and I, I was like the one dude in the hood with a skateboard. You know, like I'm growing up in Liberty City and, you know, skateboarding is not something the bros do (laughs) in the hood. That's not something they do. uh, Here I am. That's not, that's not, uh, they ride bikes, bikes. they not skateboarding. They not skateboarding. So that was one hobby um, I I, I wish I would have been able to continue. You know, if you go back to that, it doesn't matter what tools you have you got to be able to use it. I had a skateboard when I was growing up and we used it as a furniture dolly. <laughs> Cause I came to the state in 85, we pro- or maybe 89, I can't remember when, and then took back the skateboard back to, back to Saudi. And I didn't really know how to ride it. And we didn't have YouTube, so I was like, well, this is a really good furniture dolly or just sit on it and <laughs> push around. So it doesn't matter what tools you have. It matters what you do with it. Mm. Next yeah. question. What is the, what did you want to be when you are a child? Architect. Nice. Nice. I love it. I still have time. You still got time. I still man. have time. You can do it. Do it. I can still do. I, actually, you know what? I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, okay, you, you know, my dream was um, I was into the art and drafting when I was in high school, middle school. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to college. I'm going to be an architect and I'm going to design my first house and I'm going to build it. And, you know, well, I realized really quick, you know, uh, it costs to go to Cornell University, yes, <laughs> and uh, or a university to do that, and I ended up going to the army so I could get some some army money mm-hmm. for school. But now, twenty one years later, uh, I have a degree in homeland security. <laughs> <laughs> I got some certs in IT. I'm a project manager, so I think I think I have. Some of the things I need to build that house, maybe I could hire an architect now yeah. and and manage the project and be the you got that experience you know, down. Yeah, yeah. I can manage the project. So I'm gonna still try to figure that out one day. Well, there there is a new world emerging called the virtual reality. You could probably probably try building a map or a building that you can then virtually go inside and visit. I don't know. That's a, there. That's a good idea. That's a good yeah. idea. Uh, and we have tools such as the Matterport 3D cameras. They can that you just place 
in the middle of a room. It'll scan the entire room mm-hmm. and upload it, and you can virtually walk through a home. Uh, realtors use that all the time. Wow. Yeah, that's a new thing. Uh, some of my realtor photographers have been telling yeah. me about 3D, 360 cameras. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one. <clears throat> what is your favorite movie or TV show? The Matrix. Oh, my God. Another one. Did you escape the Matrix yet? Or are you still stuck in there? No, man. No. Uh, like, I like to look at, in my mind, I'm at a point in photography and video and this whole social media thing. Like, I could say, honestly, about a year ago, a lot of things wasn't clicking. I, I kind of got the concepts, but... Lately, since we've been in COVID and I had more time to study and look at things and listen, that's one big thing I've learned about social. You have to listen as much as you post, but listen more than you post. Yes. Because if you listen, then you know what to post yes. and know where to post. So you have to listen. So a lot of people, uh, they're so busy focusing on posting and they're putting stuff and they don't understand why it's not working because they're not listening. Yes. And that's what I've learned going through the HubSpot um, social media certification is that you have to listen. You have to listen as much as you post, but probably listen more than you post. So maybe 80% listening and 20% posting because, you know, that's what's going to make your 80% like success is because you're listening. Dude. It's like real life. We have two ears for a reason. So we listen, we see <laughs> more than you talk. We have, yeah. you know, our tongue, mm-hmm. which is the loudest thing in our mouth and mm-hmm. our body is encaged, yeah. is enclosed yeah. behind bars. Our teeth are the yeah. bars. <laughs> it's like control mm-hmm. your tongue. There's a story where mm-hmm. uh, a king asked a person and said, go bring the the best go bring the best feature or best organ from this animal mm-hmm. the butcher goes and brings the tongue and then the next day he's like bring me the worst <laughs> he brings the tongue again <laughs> <laughs> because it's how you control what you say is gonna make it like yeah. like today i saw a post where they did an experiment 20-day experiment they, they cut an apple in half to put each apple, each half of the apple inside a, a mason jar, and they put the words love and hate on the on the jars. And then they would put it mm. in one part of the room. And every day they would go into the room, open up the lids and say hateful things in one jar and loving things in the other one. After 20 days, you could see the effect of these words on these two apple halves. The one with the love had no... Like it didn't show any sign of decay. And the other wow. one totally destroyed. Are you I'm serious? serious? Wow. I'm like, holy smokes. Is this I'm about to try that. Because because when we say words, we just like as human beings, we, we can only comprehend so much. We only understand three or four dimensions, right? But there are many dimensions in this world that we cannot comprehend. Like there's two angels sitting on my shoulders right now. They're writing mm-hmm. everything down 
we cannot see because we are not we can't see that phase yeah. right so yeah. anything we put out it's it's like the quantum entanglement you know and like anytime i think about you like you'll you'll start like hey I haven't talked about talked to Junaid in a while. Let me give him a buzz, right? So there is a connection between human beings that we do not see. Mm-hmm. So so I think that's what probably affects that that no, that's how I was dude, that was that's how I so see deep. it, man. <laughs> that was that was that was like you you know, it's like like you know, I was talking about the matrix, so you know in my mind i'm like okay i'm in the matrix like when my friends call me they're like what are you doing oh man i'm deep in the matrix because like with my experience with penetrating networks you gotta listen you gotta, you gotta listen. watch with, with my experience of doing surveillance as, as a special operation you gotta sit and watch you gotta be quiet you gotta listen yes. so when i post something now i sit back especially if i know i'm posting to drive engagement like I just posted, hey, who wants to be on a five minute podcast season of Team Room Talk? And I was just was like, okay. And then I started watching my phone and I was like, okay, an hour went by. I was like, okay, boom, boom. Then I started responding. And the way I was responding, so all the people who were on the show, I was like, hey, get with Janae. Janae was on the show. Check out this episode. And it just evolved into that. I wasn't planning on doing that, but I was like, whoa, yeah. here's a good way. And and sometimes I feel like, you know, when Neo's having that fight with the agents and then all of a sudden he's moving slow and they're moving so fast and then he just flexes and, yes. and the wall that moves move. and all he sees is in ones and zeros. That's how I feel yeah. now. Like, I think I've, it's, it's, it's binary now. It's, it's like, beautiful. do this, this happens. If you don't do this, this won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know? All right, this next question is gonna blow your mind. Uh-oh. Oh, shucks. what movie <laughs> would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Hmm. What movie would I choose if I got to play a character in it? I'm gonna say The Avengers, man. And 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 the character I would play, it sucks, but I would play Iron Man. Oh yeah. And, and, and he died. He died at he died at the end. Uh, but I would play Iron Man because I'm I'm a big tech technology guy. I'm a big gear junkie, and he's probably the biggest gear junkie because. He has a lot of money. He could buy any gear he wants. So sometimes I get in that zone where I was like, well, I don't buy nothing. I don't do nothing else but do stuff with the family. I drive a beater car. And, you know, I had a had a irresponsibility with alcohol. So I used to buy a lot of booze and drink. So now I don't do that anymore. And, and so I had that money saved up. Nice. You know, um, and that's how I look at it is like, okay, I need a new camera. Uh, do I really need it? I mean, nah. Or if it's like a $20 gadget, oh, trust me, I'm buying it. Like 20 bucks is nothing, you know. Or you drop a bill to try something yeah. out, use it for 30 days and send it back, you exactly. know. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Next question. Who is your favorite superhero? 
Iron Man. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I love just I just love his story arc. I just is that it's uh I mean sometimes he was a prick, but it's just the one thing I like I like about him, he reminds me of like um uh, like a ranger in an army. So in the army we have you know, you have the SF guy who's like cool, laid back. Then you have like the ranger, then you have like the special forces guy, then you got the infantry guy. And and sometimes I think, you know, he plays that role, but I think more than all is that uh, one thing when I'm going through ranger school, I learned from the instructors there that war is going to be screwed up, right? It's going to be screwed up, but you have to be, have the intestinal fortitude to stand up and it's like, this is what we need to do. And him and Captain America was feuding about what we need to do. And, and, and lo and behold, it came back to, yeah, this is what we need to do. And they did it. And once Captain America saw that, that's why they, that's why they split because Tony was like, nah, this, this is the shit we need to do, man. This is how we do it. There's no shaking hands and, no, these guys are coming to destroy us, so we got to try to destroy them first or be smarter at defeating them. And that's why I like his character because uh, he wasn't afraid to lose, but he was confident enough in his skills that he knew he could always win, even when he had a freaking sword in his, you know, in his body. Even when he was like, I'm done, he was like, you know what? still work need to be done so i can't be done I, i'm done when i go to sleep and that's what happened bro hold on one second dude that was so awesome the story around tony robbins and 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 um captain america just perfect tony Stark. tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony robbins <laughs> got a lot of tony in our lives man it's insane yeah i was just thinking about tony like horton tony. too the other day tony horton of um P90X. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Monopoly. <laughs> That's hilarious. I have Monopoly written next to the board game. <laughs> I love it. And 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 why is because uh, I like real estate. Mm. Uh, I was a real estate agent for Caldwell Banker. And... Monopoly is real estate. Like if if I if I understood what I was playing when I was a kid, like the board game I was playing and was able to that's what's so important about having people to introduce information to you. Um, but if, you know, I didn't have that information introduced to me. But then when I became a real estate agent and got into real estate, a buddy of mine was in real estate, I bought my first house and then I started realizing like housing this is a monopoly is a real game like it's a real life game it's a board game but that's a real life game you know we rent houses we buy houses we flip houses people buy blocks if you own enough blocks you, people pay you money like it's a real life game so absolutely um, man. i would be monopoly yeah fantastic so from monopoly from real estate agent to photographer, videographer, filmmaker, podcaster. We got Chris McPhee on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Where can my audience find you? 
the easiest way to get a hold of me, and I've been working on this, and this is always a good way to answer this question, is hashtag I'm your camera guy. You could throw it in Google, you could throw it on Facebook, you could throw it on LinkedIn, you could throw it in Instagram, you could throw it on Twitter, uh, and you will find me, and on Pinterest. So if you use that, I'm not gonna even give you anything else. Um, I'm your camera guy.com will get you to my website. I'm your hashtag and my camera guy will let you see all my content. And um, the newest one, I'm your podcaster, um, is, 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 a, is my other site for the podcast and the content I have online. So that's, that's it, man. Uh, another one I'm working on now, just to, you know, with ones and zeros, uh, I'm the best teammate ever. So. I'm your teammate. It's coming soon. I'm gonna start using that. Nice man. I love it. I love it, Mr. Mr. Camera Guy, Mr. Podcaster and teammate. And you're an awesome teammate, man. We got to work together on some projects and you you together and you know really great experience knowing you and thank you so much Thank you for listening to this Hacks and Hobbies episode. Janae would love to hear from you, so please leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit HacksandHobbies.com to find additional information on the guest today, as well as the show notes.